Blog Talk Radio. Gary Carter, Hall of Famer and former Mets legend. Two and a half million people that were on Broadway cheering for us and celebrating along with us. That's something that was one of the most exhilarating moments in my, my life, in my career. Former Mets pitcher, World Series champion Gary Gentry. You don't think about the World Series, you're there. As long as we're here, we might as well win, right? Gary Kuzman. And you watch two, three years down the line, everybody's pitching that way. It doesn't make it right. Nolan Ryan. When you get traded, I think it's that time. It's disappointing that you feel like mainly the organization that you came up with and you really feel a commitment and ownership to them. You probably get your feelings hurt a little. Chris Benson was a big student of the game and studied hitters and video. We're joined by Hall of Fame pitcher Phil Negro. Charlie Huff joining us. Rick Peterson joined us. Live from the internet, it's the Cult of Mets Personalities 2016 season. Starring Gene Anthony. Dave Nick Kalidas, and a virtual cult of Mets personality. Good evening, everybody. How are you doing? It's the cult of Mets personalities on this wonderful Wednesday evening. I'm joined by my two esteemed colleagues, Mr. Dave Singer and Mr. Gene Anthony. How you doing, guys? Come on. Good Good evening. Good evening. Yes, of course. So uh, I uh, obviously um, anyone that's listening live might uh, obviously know, but um, we are watching the very tail end of the second uh, (laughs) Nationals game as we're having a chat here and. uh, are any of you guys really surprised that uh, Big Sexy Big Sexy was not able to pull off the uh, <laughs> pull off this this uh, this amazing feat today? Well, can well, we talk a minute about uh, his his family situation? What was that? <laughs> uh, well, he's he's a manly man, you know what I mean? He's got you know he's got some needs, and needs need to be taken care of, and I think he's taking care of his needs. Well, it's like you said, if he would have pulled off a little bit, maybe then he wouldn't have been, you know, having kids. So, oh my, he wouldn't be in this trouble. <laughs> he's a, he's a, well, he's a little bit of a glutton, obviously, and he likes to have a good time, and yeah. you know, and you know, it's a lot of effort, you know, to, to not, you know, <laughs> to not consummate when you're you're that heavy and you're already in motion. You know, kind of like objects that are in motion will stay in motion, sort of a thing. So, plus you, <laughs> yeah. Plus, he throws a lot of strikes, so he hits it right down the middle. So, you know, it's going to happen. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know, um, the good thing is there will be some guys with, uh, you know, some good arms coming up. It's, uh, do we know if it's a boy or a girl? Or they're serious <laughs> One of each. Kids? One of each. <laughs> one of each. Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. That's, That's one good. fugly so girl. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Uh, you know what I'm picturing, actually? When For some reason, when I picture uh, what the girl looks like, I'm getting this flashback to MASH. You know the the uh, nurse on MASH? The, the heavyset yeah. nurse? Yeah. <laughs> or, or Marla. What a hitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
So, uh, so uh, did either one of you guys tear up over the Daniel Murphy homecoming? You know, I I was kind of glad he had a moment. I mean, think about it. In the history of this team, he was one of the most tenured, most successful players. And uh, coming off what he did last year, I wanted him to have a moment. I didn't want him, you know, to have something outrageous and crazy. And But, yeah, good for him. Yeah, he deserved it. Well, that, that's a telling statement, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that, no, rather just that, that, that Daniel Murphy is one of one of the top top players in Mets history. <laughs> They hold a lot of records. Really? Yeah. They're not good records. They're like, you know, most times getting picked off second base or, <laughs> most, you know, with nobody else. Worst fielding <laughs> percentage for a second baseman. <laughs> <laughs> most off most days off, following having a child, you know, those types of things. John 316 uh, references. <laughs> hey, hey he, needs to, he needed to go on maternity leave, you know. He's nursing. True. It's really important. He's got to take care of himself. No, no, he really. He honestly, though, he had one of the better postseasons in the history, and nobody in our history has had a better postseason. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, he was the reason the Mets got to the World Series, and when he stopped hitting, we didn't win. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, um, but no, you know, most people who follow the team, nobody's really um, clamoring to have him back, even though he was mm-hmm. a good citizen and he hit. Um, his defense was dreadful in big time situations. So, welcome aboard, Neil Walker. <laughs> I mean, do you think it was just his defense? I mean, do you think there was any there's anything to be said about just the the personality itself? I mean, I mean, I know we've discussed this in the past year, but just off just from your own opinion, I mean, does his do his views and his way of sort of doing certain things? I mean, does it bug any of you to the extent of? I mean, obviously, I'm sure you both don't necessarily agree with it, but rather does it um, irk you at all? I mean, is it something where that it plays into the uh, the thought that you're happy he's gone, or is it just mostly just you know Neil Walker? For me, it's Neil yeah. Walker. I mean, yeah. I mean mm-hmm. Carter was a rah rah Jesus guy, and and uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not down on Jesus, but um, <laughs> there's nothing about his personality that mm-hmm. would have turned us off, unless it was um, one of that. You know, you know some of those guys that kind of pushed and divide the clubhouse, but he was mm-hmm. he was well liked. Thor Thor liked him. That was a really good cohesive team. He was part of the team. He was just a little different, but it was mainly his defense and his decision well, making. You know, as Dave said, his decision making mm-hmm. was crazy. Just to clarify, it wasn't the religious aspect that I was uh, criticizing necessarily. It was it was really you know there was uh, it's just my own two cents, but there there was you know uh, kind of a vibe of almost phoniness to him. You know, it's like every game would yeah. you know would be over, and he'd have the the speech about everybody else, which really seemed to be all about him. When it came down to it, it was kind of like watch me be selfless, and not saying Qualcomm's that it's a negative it thing in itself. Qualcomm does make it easy; it really does. You know, <laughs> you know, I just don't be obnoxious to some reporters and some of the stuff that he came out with. You know, he could have just kept his opinions to himself. You know, and uh, you know, it just sort of is what it is. But I'm, I guess, I'm just really happy with where we are right now. Um, as far as the division is concerned, I mean, moving away from uh, from Murphy, I mean, how comfortable are you with where things are right now in general? I don't mean, let's say, Harvey specifically or something, but just where the Nats are, what's going on with the Phillies and where we are. Um, are we kind of where you expected and are you comfortable right now? 
Dave. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm comfortable. I mean, I'm not comfortable with the with the offense exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just okay. you know, it's a little bit of a struggle. Um, I wish we could generate runs more. I wish we could be a little more creative. I think the mix at times has been odd. Um, but overall, you know, this early in the season after what was kind of a challenging, you know, initial ten days, yeah, I think we're we're in great shape. I mean, it's, you know, we're beat, we beat the Nets yesterday. We probably lose today, but we're in it. That NL doesn't look too tough. I think uh, we're going to battle the Nats for the NL East all season long. The Phillies will quickly, you know, wane. And uh, at the very least, we're going to get a wild card spot. So it's going to be a great year. <laughs> I mean, Gene, do you feel the same way? And Would you be happy with a wild card spot? Playoffs are the playoffs. I mean, you know, I, I didn't think they were going to run away with the division. But, mm-hmm. you know, like they said, the, the offense is a little weird with the home run ball, um, mm-hmm. but at least they have the home run ball. Um, I, the, the pitching staff is what I was most concerned about. DeGrom has me the most nervous uh, with his, you know, his stuff isn't where I thought it would be. Harvey, I didn't know, you know, what he would come back with. Um, but I wish they could generate a couple of games where they would just pound out the hits. Um, but, again, it's early. They're five games or more over you know, 500, that's where they need to be. And, you know, don't don't forget, last year the Nats were supposed to be the team of the century and they were going to run away with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. things weren't even this positive last year. Um, you, you watched Syndergaard pitch last uh, last night, and, geez, Louise, if that doesn't get you excited. If you just – if you only had him, you know, teams generate one of him a night, you know. Tonight our number mm-hmm. five is out there. Uh our number five against their not number five. And, you know, we're still in the game for most of it. True, although I really sort of um, – I'm a little drag that we don't have Nats pitching today because I, I really think that we're we're in the Nats' head, or at least I would hope that we still would be after this game. I think that losing uh, with Cologne on the mound doesn't necessarily do all that much um, in that regard. But I do – I think that if we had swept them or we really made a statement – it would have really spiraled or it had a shot to spiral. I mean, I do look, I I'm one of these guys that said from the beginning, I thought we were going to run away with it. And truthfully, I still, I still kind of feel that way. I mean, I know it's not, it's not quite looking like that at this point, but I just don't, I don't see what everybody else sees as far as this even match. I mean, I go position by position. I really look at this team and to me, we'd have to um, drastically underperform to not, Mm easily win this division or we'd have to get a ton of injuries. And obviously we've seen that it can happen and we've seen what some of these pitchers are doing. But I mean, that being said, I mean, knock on wood, everybody's reasonably healthy. I just, I just don't see it. You know, I mean, guys, I mean, guys explain to me and, you know, I, I do want to get into the whole Harvey thing and everything in a bit. Cause I do have an opinion. I'm curious what your, your thoughts are as well, but where am I off? Cause it doesn't seem like a, ton of people share that same opinion. I've heard a couple, like one or two national people say, uh, not nationals people, but national uh, writers say this as well, but, but that's pretty much it. What am I missing? Why, why, is, is the, why are the Nats looked at as somewhat even with us, um, considering how, how badly we beat them last year, but also position by position? You know, we have a, a vastly superior uh, overall team 
superior bullpen, way deeper starting rotation, and much more depth, better bench. I mean, what am I missing here? What is everybody else seeing that I'm not seeing? Wow. It's four players. Dave, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, please. I think we're about no, to say no. the same thing. I want to hear your No, it, 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 it's, it's four players. It's hard. The, presumably, on paper, the best National League players on their mm-hmm. team with Bryce Harper, and regardless of how you feel about him. Mm-hmm. So you have Harper, no, you have Murphy, okay. you know, and then you have, yeah, heads and shoulders above them in the in the, in the starting mm-hmm. pitching. You know, they have two of the top guys in the National League right now. So mm-hmm. it's not it's, – it, it, this is like Boston Yankees stuff. So it's not but, like no, – But wait a minute, it, though. I, I go, go back to that, though. I, I don't – I mean, again, I'll, I'll obviously let you – let you finish, but you know when you say that they have two of the top guys in the NL, right? And I don't necessarily disagree with that, but am I mistaken or don't? Do we have four? Do we have double? We that? don't have four. No, we don't. Well, I mean, they're we not have... performing. They're not performing that way. Right. You know, I understand Harvey right. is having an issue, and you can. I'm I'm kind of putting that aside because I'm looking at so, the larger body body of work. You know, if you you right. can look at so there's at, nobody um, Matt Sergio's put... stats this year. Outside of the outside of the twenty strikeouts, he's not exactly lighting it up either, you know. Well, you know, you have Strasburg six and zero. So mm-hmm. if you put Syndergaard five and, and Degrom, huh? Mm-hmm. Matt's is five. Yeah, you put Syndergaard. <laughs> How many games have Matt won? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, but you put Syndergaard and mm-hmm. and uh, Degrom against their mm-hmm. best two. and then you have a little bit of chaos after that. We know how it's going to flush out during the course of the season. But right uh-huh. now, I mean, those those they have big two guns. I mean, Dave. Yeah. Do we have don't we have uh, three I, three performing well at least? I, you know, I look at the Nats and, and they're I mean they're a good team. They got the MVP, reigning MVP. You got Scherzer. Yeah. I mean, you got you know Gio's a decent pitcher. Um, they got you know Strasburg. They have you know yeah. Zimmerman's kind of like right. I mean, you know, we talk mm-hmm. about this stuff, and I just I just sure. look at the team and. They're a good team. I think, you know, they're yeah, a flawed team you. and a good team. And the Mets are a good team and a flawed team. So, uh, do they scare me? No. Do I think that they may be in some ways a, t- a tick more talented overall than us? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think our starting well, oh, pitching is, okay. is a difference maker. I, I, I want to get into that a little bit. Not, and, again, I'm not just trying to be argumentative for the sake of it, but rather, I, I'm sincerely, I don't get it. Um, and I realize that I'm in the vast minority, but I just, I mean, can, I mean, you guys want to just humor me for a minute and just go go through these this theme? If I if I go yeah. through the the Nats uh roster, just just I just want to just do a little comparison here and you and I need cuz I need to be educated. And clearly the evidence is saying that I'm probably wrong. So let's let's no. I'd like to find out. I'd li- I'd like to know. So I'm going to I'm just going to bring it right up here. Let's All look right. at the Washington Nationals, the wonderful Wonderful. And let's Washington not go. Nats. Let's go dimensions. Let's not go player uh-huh. for player per se. Let's go okay. dimensions. Like, and again, I'm you know, I'm I'm hoping that it plays out the way I want it to. But let's go well, team way. speed, team power. Okay. Okay. And and tell you know who has more team speed, who has more okay. team power. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, team power. Obviously, we don't. I mean, unless I'm mistaken, guys, I don't think that's even a conversation, right? <laughs> I mean, they have they have one one great guy. We're I believe we're top five at homers, right? Mm-hmm. You're right. Okay. Yeah. We're we're both slow, so <laughs> both <laughs> both teams don't move, so that's a wash. Um, 
yes or no, that we have better infield defense? I would say they have better team speed than we do. Well, I mean, but it's not a factor, really. If if so, it's it's they don't have any speedsters, really. They have the one, I think. They, they have, have guys that can steal a base if they have to. We don't have a guy that who? can steal a base if we have to. Who who do they have except, except for, for the uh, center fielder? Bryce. Canny. He's got six. My money's yeah, right now. So he, he Rendon can run a little bit. Uh, they're they're a kid. Well, we got that too. Cespedes can, can run a little bit, you know. Cespedes can Ligueros run. Can move. Wright can't run. Yeah. Duda can't run. No. We have True. a team of non-runners. Flatters well, yeah, Jason Worth can't move. You know what I mean? Like uh, Zimmerman can't move. You know, Mur- Murphy can't what? move except for, except for if it's a balk. You know, <laughs> Stephen Drew can't <laughs> move. <laughs> you know, like, go through the same thing, man. I mean, if you want to just talk, it's not like it's an asset. It's not the 85 Cardinals or anything, right. you know. Um, but, I mean, it's so, somewhat negated, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just like, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, infield defense, I think we've got them. Um, I think it's – in fact, they they have, they have our slot from, from last year, which is wonderful. Um, you know, neither team is, is wonderful defensively at catcher. Um, outfield defense, I mean, I, I feel like um, – we don't have it as an asset necessarily, but I don't think we're weak necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that, even if you want to say that that's a wash, um, from a lineup standpoint, I think uh, do we have more depth than them, in your opinions? Well, what do you right consider now, their outfield? But... All right, let, let's, just, let's take the, the outfield infield, you know, instead of going maybe tit, tit for tat. All right, so you have their outfield, which is, I guess, Revere – is Revere even playing now, or is he disabled? No, he's playing. No, he's here. He, he, he is. Playing. So Harper, Revere, and Worth against Cespedes, Conforto, and Granderson. You know, as a package. Forget about Harper. I mean, Harper's MVP. I get that. Well, um, yeah. You know, I mean, Michael Taylor's starting center fielder. Michael Taylor's starting center fielder. Okay. Rivera's all right. All right. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, Rivera, was, he was supposed to be the starter, right? And he just got off to a bad, uh, bad start, I believe, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because Michael Taylor kind of sucks. <laughs> so, so what do you think about the outfield, both of you guys? I mean, with with Harper in the thought process, whose outfield are you taking? I mean, I'm taking the Mets outfield over the outfield. You know, yeah. even even with Harper, okay. I think Cespedes offsets him enough. I think Grandy, mm-hmm. um, you know, is a better outfielder player than. Than Jason Worth, although Granderson's off to a rough start, and mm-hmm. I think their center field situation is a disaster. So we got Conforto. I mean, that's we're just it's mm-hmm. a better outfield for the Mets for sure. What do you think, Gene? Do you agree or disagree? I agree. Or? No, I agree. We just okay. we strike out a lot. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let, let's 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 go through this then. All right, so the <laughs> outfield. You guys both think that we have the better outfield. All right, so. Keep in mind, we just negated their MVPs. <laughs> so now we're going on the infield. Okay, Rendon, Espinosa, Murphy, and Zimmerman, or Duda, Walker, Brooks Robinson. <laughs> uh, actually, you know, Wright and uh, Cabrera. What? Who are you taking from that? Those two groups. That's a push. Yeah, well, let's I, take I agree. Zim- well, let's say, would you agree Zimmerman and Wright sort of cancel each other out? They're both broken for the most part. Or do you think Zimmerman um, is more, of a, more impactful? More, He's probably more impactful. 
I hate to say it at first base. Yeah. Um, Dave, do you agree? I mean, especially after what happened with with them walking Harper constantly just because he was being protected by Zimmerman. I mean, he's. uh, Well, I think I think Zimmerman is was was overrated. Hold on, hold on. I think Zimmerman. Yeah. Okay. Are we talking defense or every all around? All 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 around. Although he's playing first now, Zimmerman. Yeah. I mean, Zimmerman is a flawed is a flawed player at this point. He he's broken down. Um he struggled last year big time. Um he's not doesn't have the power that he used to have. He's not driving in runs even in, in a in a great lineup. Um and you know, the last couple of years he played like half the time just because of injuries. So mm-hmm. I think yeah, his know, last I, full season I, was two thousand thirteen. Yeah, I think you they know, are uh, a watch. I, I think Zimmerman's you know, as I think Zimmerman is where Wright should be. I think David Wright should be playing mm-hmm. first base right now. I think mm-hmm. that uh, Lucas Dudek should have been traded in the off season, and I think that uh, mm-hmm. our buddy that joined the White Sox should be the Mets third baseman right now. <laughs> oh boy, you you ain't wrong there, boy. Oh, and that that deal was out there. He was gotten for us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have got well, him and Chapman. Think- <laughs> just, just, uh, just thank God we don't have uh, Gomez playing <laughs> playing center field because he, he's been a That's nightmare uh, as well. That's you true. know, uh, Gene. Before before we get off um, Zimmerman real quick, you know, last year 131 at bats, the guy the guy hits uh, 237, four homers, 17 ribbies. The year before he hits 249, 1673, plays half a season, and the season before that he had 214 at bats. So I, I think he personally, I think he's a wash with right. You know what I mean? I think um, they're both done for the most part. So just just with that in mind, right? And you know, if you think Zimmerman is still slightly better player, that's totally fine. But between Daniel Murphy, Espinosa, and Rendon, or Walker, Cabrera, and Duda, you you really is that a wash? You know, in your eyes. I think I think Walker brings more to the table than Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, Espinosa versus Astribble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> am I the only one that's called him that? Come on, that's mm-hmm. come on, that's one of Dave. Dave, Dave, come on. Uh, <laughs> I thought well, every play time far he from comes up. Exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. Plays near Yoena, so it's a little. Every time he comes up, I'm, I'm like, "Come on, Ash Dribble, you can do this." Um, <laughs> Ash Dribble just got a double. He did. He did. Ash Dribble. He did. I, I actually, he's he's the most surprising uh, Met this year for me. Really, I mean, he it won't last. I. What? He won't last. No. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Nick, well, get him. Get him, Nick. <laughs> well, all right. So, so guys, let's go just, back to the question. Let's go back to the question. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Let's, Anthony, we're, Anthony, we're Ren- Anthony Rendon. Anthony Rendon, Rendon, Espinosa, and Murphy against Duda, Walker, and Cabrera. Yeah, so that, think that, about Rendon. Rendon is, Rendon is 2014 Silver Slugger, scores okay. 111 runs, uh, 125 OPS. Uh-huh. I mean, Fifth in the MVP, Silver Slugger. I mean, he okay. he shit the bed last year, and he's not off mm-hmm. the greatest start. But uh-huh. He's playing okay. I think uh-huh. upside potential, what he could do, uh, 
compared to right. Let's just go position by position. Right? Well, no, no, he's, so, he's no, 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 no. He, we're not going to go. We're doing overall. So basically, right canceled out by Zimmerman. So it's really him okay. versus Duda. Rendon versus Duda. Well, because you know what, if we're taking their first baseman and putting it against our third baseman, then it's, you know, it's because the other way around, it doesn't make any sense because because obviously Rendon's going to beat Wright and then Duda's going to beat um, Zimmerman. Yeah. But it's really okay. it's the strength of their yeah the, the the strong bat in their infield is just playing on the opposite sure. side. So so I think that uh, that that is something of a loss, but they're just such entirely different players. And to mm-hmm. be fair, you know. Rendon has really struggled this year, so I'd probably give the nod to Duda, unless this back thing gets too bulky. I mean, I, I think I gotta give. I mean, as much as you know how I feel about Duda in general, but you know, Rendon had one year, um, and even the one year, he he did very well. But his one big campaign is really not statistically, you know, that close to Duda. Um, as yeah. far as power, you know, as much as he due to frustrates the crap out of me, it's just I wouldn't trade one for the other. I mean, Gene, would you yeah. trade Duda for Rendon straight up? No, 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 no. not 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 the last a uh, little bit of Rendon. Okay, so what about uh, Ramos? Okay, let's go. Let's go to catching the um, the the <laughs> Laverne and Shirley. Ramos against the Mets or Ramos against the rest of the league. <laughs> well, Ray, Ramos I would not take be Ramos to just to get him against Not to be on the mess yeah, Just keep him uh, away from us <laughs> Would you trade Darno for Ramos Straight up Yes Dave Absolutely not Absolutely not I mean Ramos is not that good of a player man. I mean he's got a tiny bit of pop um, His defense is okay mm-hmm. Um but he's just a he's a backup catcher who happens to start sixty percent of his team's games. He's a backup. Okay. All right. Well all right, so so really what you're saying. And we have that, Darno who starts fifty percent of our games that is overrated. Mm-hmm. But I our wish backup we can keep on the field. Starter. You know, I mean you can yeah. make an argument Ploecki and Ramos are wash. Yeah, Ploecki is Ramos. I mean that that's that's the comparison, although Ramos obviously has more power. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but the guy is just, he's just not a good player. I mean, watch him. I know he's, he kind of killed the Mets and he had some, some weird games, you know, in the last mm-hmm. couple of seasons, but he's just not that good. So, so we just kind of went through the on-field team and I mean, it seems like we're all in agreement that we seem to be better than them across the board, you know? So then if you go to the rotation, you know, would you take? Would you? Um, no, I saw that more take, the push. There was a lot of pushes. I don't know. You know what though? The the infield didn't seem like a push. It didn't look like any of us thought it was. And didn't we all agree on the outfield? Do you feel like the out, outfield's a push? If you take the the totality of what's being offered in the infield and outfield, I mean, what where I where the were the infield was a push? You think so? If, if well, here's the thing: if Wright and Zimmerman cancel each other out, you're saying Rendon, Espinosa, Murphy is a push with Duda, Walker, and Cabrera. I don't think that's a push. I think we cream them. Honestly, I think it's. I don't even think it's a. I don't even think it's close. To be honest, am I am I wrong? I mean, if I am, tell me. Yeah. Obviously, but I I I think it's more of a push than the outfield. I don't know, Dave. What do you think? You agree? Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Gene on this. I, I you know, I think yeah. I, I like our, I like our infield. Mm-hmm. Our infield surprised us. Okay, as Drupal surprised us. You know, Walker's mm-hmm. been better than advertised. Judas kind of been up and down, and he's mm-hmm. hurt. 
Wright's been a right. disaster. So when I look at their infield and I see mm-hmm. Daniel Murphy, you know, leading the league in hitting, I mean, mm-hmm. Daniel Murphy is the best infielder out of anyone on either team. Bryce Harper is the best outfielder of anyone on either team. Well, wait, was so the you can, you can do that. Well, we can do the yeah, collective the, the, thing, but I think right. you have to have their, their best right now is better than our best. So that, that counts for something. So you can't just well, raw push it. What does it count? You know what, though? Yeah, yes and no. Um, because I, cause it's not like their best is wildly better than ours. Because we I, – I, I mean, look, obviously you can't really compare Harper and Cespedes, but – if you're gonna can't if you're gonna let their their abilities and their impact cancel each other out, it's not like Harper is wildly better than Cespedes. He's a better player, but then you go to Murphy and you have to factor in the defense as well and the fact that it's a hot start. I mean, we've we've seen Murphy for years, you know, and he's yeah. a better he's the best offensive infielder among both teams. True. But I mean, but even statistically, I mean, the the infielder with the most home runs in baseball, if, unless I'm forgetting somebody, is is our second baseman. So I mean, we we have more power. We were, I mean, Murphy's not exactly turning on the power machine. He's just a line drive machine. I mean, he's good. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just thinking that, you know, Rendon Espinosa and Murphy. I just, I, man, I just, I don't think it's a push. I mean, maybe I'm I'm exaggerating it, which. You know, I'm sure I am <laughs> to an extent, but I yeah, I just but it's don't not. Think it's, a push. it's not Tejada and Flores. You know, it, it is. Mm-hmm. It is a lot closer. You know, mm-hmm. than, than those two guys. So there's not enough there. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you want to take raw numbers, Cespedes has better mm-hmm. numbers right now than Harper. But right, yeah, Harper is the, just trying to be the bigger. Right? Yeah, he's he's the bigger he's threat. A better and, and Dave's. Yeah, Dave's right on. I mean, this is why people fall in love with the Nationals, and this is where this all started from. But wait a minute, it though. They don't have if... Conforto and Granderson. They don't have a Conforto in the outfield. I mean, Harper is it. I mean, they, that's literally all they have. They don't have anybody. I mean, but look at is, Granderson's, is it... I mean Granderson, look at Granderson's numbers. Right. I mean, I like Granderson. I do. And I, but his arm is for shit. He okay. can't throw to third base from the outfield. And, you know, he, he's running into a couple of home runs, but – both okay. of them, there you know, there's a lot of strikeouts there. I mean, although, it's although, not enough although, of an increment for you to say above all. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, though. Um, from a historical perspective, though, he always gets off to the start and then heats up. So at least there's something almost like we we expect Harper is gonna you know gonna kind of bypass Cespedes at some point. You got to rely on history a bit. So if you, I mean, let me ask you this: Our fourth and fifth outfielders would they be starting on the Nationals next to Harper? Lagares in center and, field. Uh, not you're not going to take words out of there. Yeah. 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 Lagares would definitely start on the Nationals 100. percent Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Ligaris what about what's his face? About 12 teams. Huh? All right. So what about what about what's his face? I keep forgetting his name. The other guy that we got the, before Cespedes, he was going to platoon. No. Diaz. I no. think it's yeah Diaz. No. So no. No. Would Diaz? Well, Diaz starts. Wait, over Worth? If it was Diaz or Jason no. Worth, who'd you play? No. Yeah? Jason Worth. Worth. Yeah. Okay, yeah, All right. that's fair yeah. enough. That's fair enough. That's yeah. I mean, we're talking about our fifth outfielder. You know, that's that's kind of my my thought. I think that we, outside of um, Harper, the other, if we're going to combine the two teams, wouldn't we'd be filling up? We'd be <laughs> we'd have the center fielder, we'd have the left fielder, we'd have the um, the shortstop, we'd have the first baseman, <laughs> we'd have the catcher. <laughs> I mean, I mean, is that wrong? I mean, they'd start Murphy and Harper. The, the guys that you said are the two best would, would be probably the only people starting on a combo team. 
I think right? Rendon. Or maybe Rendon. Rendon Wright. would. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I agree yeah. with you. So that's three, three guys out of eight. So we'd have five. So you'd start. You would start Plawecki over Ramos. Yeah, I would. Because I, no, I, 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 I think it's a wash. I think it's. I think it's a wash, because again, it's. D- Darno is really our catcher. He's just injured right now. So if we're gonna, you know, and I would start our backup <laughs> over Ramos. That's just me, you know, but. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you're a homer, man. You're a homer. <laughs> uh, oh God, I, I just don't see it, man. The team just looks so weak. All right, so then, and then you go through the, the rotation, no, I don't, right? I, don't, I I agree. I agree to an extent with you, but it's not enough of an increment to say they blow them out of the water. And what you're saying is basically it's a clear cut case, and it's really not. Well, even when you get to the pitching. I, well, okay. All right, let's get let's get to the pitching. All right, so let's get to the so, pitching. Go, go. All right, so. Are, are we going to wash uh, Scherzer and Syndergaard? Are, are we going to just, like, wipe them out? Yeah. I, you know, I think that with Scherzer, he's a little more proven, obviously. And, you know, I still I, – I, I mean, it's a wash. You know, you we, know, we have, you know Thor has won more big games. <laughs> you know, Scherzer, like, seems to, seems to perform really well when pressure's not on. But Yeah, I mean, you've got to put Syndergaard up in the top. Five starters in mm-hmm. baseball right now. You just have to. I think to. so. And I would say that so, increments even more than a one-on-one. It's 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 mm-hmm. a one and a half. I mean, he is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with you too. You know, but I, I, you know, if you guys wanted to make it a wash, I'd be fine with that too. But then you have Strasburg. Oh. Obviously, is very very good. But you know, who are we putting him next to Degrom? I guess. I mean, next is that a wash? Him. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a wash. No. Not well, this, this year. No. Well, you know, this you were talking about the last few starts, but but if you look statistically, I mean, no. Degrom's done great. You wouldn't, and visually, if you see them pitch, you know that Strasburg's having a better year. But overall, I mean, who's I, had the better career so far? I think the package of Degrom and Syndergaard outshine mm-hmm. the Nationals two guys. But one okay. for one, you can't say it's a wash. You just can't. Okay. All right. Um, Dave, would you agree with that? That 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 if we're looking at the total two of them against the two of them, that, that ours is uh, our little gem at the top would be slightly better. Yeah, it, it's tough because Strasburg okay. really looks good this year. I mean, he's six okay. and zero with a two nine five ERA, and he's mm-hmm. you know striking out double digits. His SO nine is almost eleven. I mean, it, it, it's tough right now. He, he looks to me, he looks a lot better than Degrom right now. And I'm just not. Well, let me sure ask you something though. If you had to win a game, if you had to win a playoff game. Right, you get to pick either yeah. one of them. Are you picking Strasburg or Degrom right now? You know, if I'm a Mets fan, I'm picking Degrom. If I'm if I'm a, a normal person, not a Mets fan, mm-hmm. I'm picking Strasburg right now. Yeah. he just looks a lot better. Maybe yeah. tomorrow will be different. Okay, Strasburg so, looks so, like Syndergaard to me. I mean, Strasburg. Yep. I would well, put Strasburg and Syndergaard really? next to each other. Absolutely, oh, man. I don't think. Can you really put anybody with Syndergaard right now? As far as I mean, are you talking no, about if you were going to do results? Somebody, or? It would be, yeah. Okay. Well, that's you know what you know. I accept that. If you wanted, if somebody wants to make an argument that the Nats' first two were a touch better, I mean, I, I, I mean, they're performing a touch better this year, you know. But again, it depends how you're valuing Syndergaard because, you know, I, I don't know how you really want to judge that. But if you if you want to eliminate those two, then you have Gio Gonzalez against Matt. Who, who's who's having what's who's the better pitcher and who's having a better year? Uh, you know, right now Gio's having a little bit of a better year than Matt than Matt. 
his ERA, I'm just looking it up here, is 193. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, his ERA plus is 217. And, he's you know, know, he's won two games. Is, yeah, I mean, Matt's has got look, a look, look, look I know Matt's. he had the first start. Right. You know, I don't know. I think, I mean, Matt's has been dominating. I mean, Matt, I mean, if you really look at it, outside of the first start, start Matt's had maybe results next to Syndergaard. Why'd you use Gio one, Gio one tonight, right? Didn't Gio one tonight, right? So I'm sorry. Yeah. Gio one tonight. Against I think his ERA. Yeah. yeah, I think his ERA went down. I, I mean, the guys. I, mean, I watched I, a pitch sorry, today. You know, I watched this. Is he really better than Matt's? I mean, Matt's Matt's has lost once ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ever. I mean, not saying that that Matt's is, you know, some proven commodity, but I did. I mean, from a straight pitching standpoint, if they're both healthy, I, I mean, who would you who would you give the ball to? I'd give it to Harvey before Matt's. Why are we doing Why are we doing Matt's against Geo and not Harvey against Geo? Well, I, I I guess to prove a point because I, I guess Matt's ha- you know Matt's having a bad year I still, um, this year. But right but, now, I want Harvey in a game before Matt's, even with his little funk. I mean, seriously, you got right. game three of a playoff. Who do you okay. want to? The game three of the playoff is tomorrow. You're going to put Matt's in there or Harvey? Um, it depends what's wrong with Harvey. You know, I, I want to just get into that real quick. You know, before we close up shop because I have a little theory, and I'm curious what you guys really think, too. But fine. You know, if you want to put Harvey against Gonzalez, you want to make it a career standpoint, then there's no discussion, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you, anybody, you want to make an argument that, that Harvey is below Gonzalez? I mean, I, I wouldn't want to start that. No. <laughs> I wouldn't want to make that. So, then Rourke and Ross are the last two against Mats and Cologne or Mats and Wheeler. Um, I mean, okay. Uh, I don't, I mean, I, I I think that at full strength as well, especially when when Wheeler comes back, I think Wheeler's as good as Gonzalez. You know, I, you know, I just yeah. statistically and just the eye test. So I think our fifth starter, and our fourth starter, and our third starter is better than their third guy. Um, am I wrong or correct me if I am? Just this is. I, do we have? Don't we have double the rotation they do? Practically. Not double. No, Close really. to it though. I mean, because it's five, so you no. can't have double. But no, I, I really, well, I, Nick, I really don't. I think we have one guy this year that is heads above everybody else. But until we we see a straightening, and I'm going on Harvey's reputation to put him above Geo. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's why I was. Um, we have Matt one here, guy. No, wait, wait, even Matt. Wait, wait, wait. Matt hasn't. Picked. But wait, no, no, no. Listen, but you can't pick and choose, though. So if you want to say that you're going to go on Harvey's reputation and assume he'll be all right, then you can't do the same thing because you're also Strasburg's pitching way above his head. Gonzalez is having a way is pitching way above his head, and Matt's. You know, we can't not have faith in Matt's because Matt's Matt's has been brilliant this year. I mean, dominating brilliant. You know what I mean? So there's nothing about Matt's this year that would. You know, if you're going to just take it on face value, what you see that you would think that he's he's an ace the way he's been pitching. But I mean, I don't uh, agree with that. I think that you have to look at the entire body of work. But I'm saying if you're just going to look at this year in a bubble, the last five six weeks of baseball, you know, Daniel Murphy's a 400 hitter all of a sudden, whatever else, then I still think we're there because statistically, 
I mean, DeGrom's lost a couple hour of miles an hour on his fastball, but the results have been exactly the same, practically. You know, Syndergaard's been way better than last year. Matt's has been an ace. You know, even even um, Big Sexy's been I mean, Matt's right. you know been I mean? good, so, but he's given up a hit in any. I mean, it's just... Well, no, just to, you wait, know, if you wipe out the first start, dude, look at his stats. They're just, they're surreal. He's he's a, he's been amazing this year. I mean, I mean, it's my opinion at least, but I think he's just he's surprised the crap out of me. I think he's he's been pitching wonderfully. Am I, I mean, am I wrong? No, I mean, guys, just but not Dave, double. What do you think? They're, they're not double. You know, they have a pitching staff that's hanging around, mm. and not just hanging around with mediocre pitching. This isn't the Braves yeah. in saying they have one good starter, or the Marlins have mm. one good starter. These guys have they. I mean, they have. A rotation that can hang with you in a short series. We're seeing it tonight. Tomorrow will be a big test. I mean, it's not as if we're knocking them over with our pitching staff. Well, yesterday we did. Today, Big Sexy couldn't uh, <laughs> couldn't stand up with couldn't stand up here. But I mean, yesterday was well. He's got to play with it. Listen, what can listen. Happen? It's not easy yeah. to play with nine kids now. <laughs> gonna, you know, <laughs> he's eaten half of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like throw me up in the air, Dad. Oh Christ! <laughs> oh God! All right, guys. I know we, we've been talking the whole show about this, and I think we, you know, we can't talk for that much longer. And I know that I, I want to try to get to Harvey and stuff. Uh, just this is a really to summarize. All right, so just overall the bullpen. I mean, is there? There's no comparison, right? I mean, we have, you know, they have <laughs> Petit and Perez are, are two of our old friends, followed by Papelbon. <laughs> Uh, I mean, is there? I, I mean, am I wrong, or do we have a ton more options, a ton more weapons in the pen? Yeah, I think our bullpen, is, our, pick our bullpen is definitely better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think so. And, and our, how about our bench? Uh, you know, I don't think our bench is that great. It's a weird no. bench to me. Mm-hmm. You have compared to them. Well, I, I want to talk about our bench first, though. I mean, it's, we have a weird <laughs> okay, bench. Yeah. We have a weird bench. I mean, you have, you know, we've seen mm-hmm. Soup Campbell, you know. Um, <laughs> our, our, uh, our problem with our bench our bench can't fucking hit, okay? That's the problem with mm-hmm. the bench that we have. These guys can't hit, other than Lagares, who's not really mm-hmm. a bench player. You know, Flores is on the DL. Diaza, mm-hmm. I mean, he looks like a lost puppy, you know, every time he comes in. Campbell, and, and now Reynolds, Rivera, I mean, it's really not a bench. We don't have a real true bench. Um, the bench to me are guys like, you know, mm-hmm. um, Mike Jorgensen, you know, a guy who knows his role, who's going to come in and play a, play a position. Denny Heap. And hit. Yeah, <laughs> a guy that's like, like, okay, give me 200, 250 bats a year, at bats a year, and I'm going to come in and do something to you. Our, our guys don't want to be on the bench. Flores doesn't want to be a bench player. Lagares doesn't want to be a bench player. Diaz is not a bench player. We don't, we don't have a bench. That's interesting. Um, I, you know what? I can't, I can't say players. I necessarily they're disagree with that. Players. I really want to Th- talk that's to interesting. Okay. about this. Yeah, they're not, hmm. we don't have a bench. We got some young guys that are they're not starters. That's, that's different than having a bench. What do you think, uh, Gene? That's, uh, that's an interesting perspective. I never really thought of it like that. You know, I'm, just, I'm looking at the no. old talent level, but, you know, yeah, it's well, a valid point. Yeah, when we had and Kelly Johnson, they knew mm-hmm. that they were bench guys, and yeah. they were – you know, those guys were like, listen, give me a start here and there if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, when you looked at Mark Reynolds the other day, that's a bench guy. Mm-hmm. 
There's, mm-hmm. yeah, Dave's 100% right. I mean, th- th- these guys, Diaz was supposed to come in and be a platoon guy, which is not a bench guy. And so mm-hmm. even if you take Flores, who could be a utility guy, you know, it, it's very, this is not an actual bench. And that's, I'll tell you, and, and also mm-hmm. the Rivera, you know, Rivera doesn't get his at-bats. He should have an at-bat tonight, but they're afraid to throw in the second catcher. Which I get it, mm-hmm. but that that stymies the Mets too, you know. And so yeah. their bench is very limited. You have issues with David Wright and Duda, which make them, you know, on the roster, on the bench, mm-hmm. kinda, and they're not. You know, there's there's really no bench. That's interesting, you know, and, and it's weird. Um, I mean, what you're saying makes complete sense to me, at least. It's uh, thing is though, I mean, could you justify? getting rid of some of these guys in favor of older veterans, which is really kind of what you're looking for. If you're looking for a bench, you're looking for people that are on the downside, but yet how do you, you can't give away like and you can't, I mean, Diazza is probably making too much, but I mean, do you, you get rid of some of these guys when you know what their talent level is just because they haven't figured out how to, uh, how to come in cold. What do well, you do in yeah, that respect? Diazza is your only left, left-handed bench, you know, player mm-hmm. off the bench. Right. So, I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's just a weird thing. I, I think, you know, I love the team. I like the way it's put together. Mm-hmm. I think this is one area that, that Sandy kind of shit the bed. I, I just don't. I just think it was not a well-thought-out bench. And I think that, that something's mm-hmm. going to have to change. I think someone will get moved. Could be Diaz. It could be Ligaris. I and mean, it's going to be surprising what happens June, July around here. But something's going to have to go. Well, I think it's, it's, it's valid. That's valid, the fact that, you know, it's not just about talent level, but also being people being able to come off the bench, which is kind of a skill set in itself. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to criticize Alderson for putting that together, because I, I, I really thought, I, I didn't see the bench like that. You know, I mean, as you're, as you're bringing up the concept, I mean, it does make total sense. It, it really, really does, but I didn't see it. Um, but at the same respect, again, bringing it back to the point, I don't think the Nats have anything resembling the talent level we have. So at the very least, our guys can, when they're at their best, can actually contribute. But I don't see any sort of depth on Washington, really. Um, I mean, it's, it's really, it's, it's, ben, bit, it's, ben Revere, it's Ben Revere and Stephen Drew, mm-hmm. right? That, that's kind yeah, of their, exactly. their quote-unquote bench. And you got this Heisey guy who's, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's had a, a fair share of at-bats on, on the big mm-hmm. league level. He's been around for a while. So mm-hmm. I don't think either team has a bench strength. Um, yeah. Okay, but the, you know, I, I kind of think theirs might be put together a hair better than ours, but I'm not going to rave about either one. Well, what about this though? Would you would you say it's valid that our, our benches may be a bit more conducive to being um, a uh, uh, to being depth? Like in other words, if we have an injury, yeah. our guys can maybe come in and start where they might actually yeah. perform better as starters. You know, some well, that's something. You know what I mean? It, I don't know. I mean, Gene, do you kind of agree there where yeah. it's no, better It's more better as depth than an actual bench itself? Yeah, I mean, look at Ligaris. I mean, he makes, he makes one of the better plays that you're going to see, um, and he's not a starter. Mm-hmm. I thought that was Willie Mays yeah. out there. Yeah, I know. It, it was Willie Mays. And I'm going to tell All you right. guys, and I will not stop saying this mm-hmm. until it happens. You put Ligaris and Harvey in a package, and you can get Trout. I'm telling you, you can get Trout. I would if do can that hit a little heartbeat. <laughs> I mean, or you be a little bit more creative, but mm-hmm. those two as a centerpiece, I would put 
if Harvey throws a no hitter or look, I mean, mm-hmm. just that's what I would dangle, and I've been dangling it for three years. Oh, man. And I, they, that's why I'm in, almost in prison. I would never think that they'd do that. I don't mean the, the Mets. I mean the Angels. You think? Can you see them? Could you ever see them giving up Har- giving up Harper, <laughs> giving up Trout? Um, even for those two, because I mean Harvey pitchers in general are so fragile. Is that enough? No, I think it's Harvey, Matt, Lagaris, maybe Dilson Herrera, and you know Dominic Smith. Ooh. I think that's. That's where it's that's what's the line where they might answer the phone. Yeah, could you, I mean, could you, and guess could what? you swap Matt I mean, out with something else? I would do it. Is it <laughs> I'd still do it. I, I don't know if no, I would I'm, do that I'm, one. I'm, no, I'm I'm that's telling too, you to 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 work that package if you got him a long term deal. Um, him and Cespedes and in this in this lineup, you don't need five stud pitchers. Well, you know, no, we have to still sign Cespedes. It's nice to have him. <laughs> what? I mean, man, I think is you can't give. I don't think you can trade two of the pitchers. I think you can trade one. You know, I, I would trade Harvey uh, for that sort of uh, for that sort of return. But I think you need to put somebody else in there. I think I think it would be a mistake trading Mats. I understand that he's injury prone, but he's also the only lefty. And man, he's no. I wouldn't until. Do I try to stay away from that, but you could pull something else off. How about Conforto? Ooh, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, I'll, well, I'm keeping it, Conforto. Yeah. For Trout, Conforto, yep. Harvey, and Dominic Smith. Oof. I do that. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. It would make you uncomfortable. Maybe. It's probably yep. why we do it. You know, that might work. Yeah, I do so. it. Yep. I would get, I would do that. You know, honestly, I'd get rid of Conforto for, especially it's a Boris client, so you're not yeah. keeping him longer than six years or so. And you know, Trout's going to probably have a better, better grouping of years, I would imagine. <laughs> probably, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, would that do it? I mean, if it makes you cringe, yeah, that's, that's the first. Especially if they didn't think they could thought, sign him. Yeah. yeah, if they didn't think they could sign him long term, I think he could do it. Harvey, you mean, right? Well, no, Trap's going to take you know thirty million a year. You know, it's the Mets. You know, that's a well, lot Trapp, of Trapp money. signed through twenty twenty, isn't he? I think he's he's still on the books for four more years. So you're really you're going to get maybe two more years of Conforto. You know, more four more years, field, obviously. Trapp, I could be wrong, but I thought he has. I thought they did sign him to. They bought out of a huh. few years of free agency. If I'm, I mean, I could be. Wrong. Actually, I'm going to look that up. That's a good, look good question. Go to the video yeah. tape. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get this info for us. Uh, yeah, in, okay. in, in the meantime, yeah, he's on a six-year, $144.5 million extension. There we go. Yep. So I mean, you might not even have to push it. Maybe so he's at 20, he 24 million a year. He's at 24 million so he, a year right now. So he's a 2021 uh, free agent. Right. Man, he, yeah. so he's going to be wow, twenty nine years old when he's free. That's, oh, that dude, is dude, sick. dude, guys, oh guys, God. guys, hold on. Listen, here, here's the deal: the his salary's on an escalator. So, in twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, and twenty twenty, the last three years, that's thirty three million uh-huh. a year for the last three years. Uh, so, maybe we wouldn't have to give him yeah. the Conforto. <laughs> <It's> that. Uh, <laughs> Logan Verrett uh, and Nemo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely. But I think uh, yeah, he's oh, he's God. cheap this year, and then he starts getting real expensive in 2018. Wow. 
But he's an East yeah, Coast guy, and, you know, somebody's going to get him. He's not going to stay with the Angels. I'd be careful with his second contract. I mean, I know he's going to be 29, but, like, man, he came up so young, and he's been playing so hard, you know, so early. You know, it wouldn't shock me if he has kind of a Griffey thing going on eventually. Because, I mean, he's, he's a lot of his strength, I mean, it's it's all in his legs, too, his power, everything else. So I just kind of, like, I, w- I don't know if I'd want to have the second contract after this one. <laughs> and this one is probably worth it, even the $34 million 2020 season. Um, I would, I'll tell you what, I would trade Harvey, I would trade Harvey and, and Conforto probably for him straight up and then not even worry about signing him and just enjoy, you know, the, I guess it wouldn't be this year, it would be the off season, but it's 2017, 18, 19, and 20, four solid years. And then just sort of get the, uh, you know, maybe trade it, trade him in 2020 <laughs> for, uh, for whatever you're giving up now, you know, the equivalent of it. You might have to put mm. McGarris instead of Conforto to play center field. I mean, there's got to be a bunch of people sure. in baseball saying, mm. why isn't McGarris playing every day? I mean, well, where's he, where's we're, he play we're the only though? team saying this is why. Well, where's where he playing, something? though? Yeah, what's up? You guys want to hear something interesting? I found a very cool yes, website. So okay. the Mets are paying Carlos Beltran $3.1 million this year. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> we're play, we're paying Michael Kadire $2 million. And, of course, we're paying Bobby Bonilla $1.2 million. Oh, my God. The amazing thing is one of those guys can still hit. <laughs> it wouldn't be bad for our bench. <laughs> we're yeah. still paying Brett Saberhagen $250,000. Excuse me? Yep. Really? Uh, I've got. To, I'm going to send you guys this link. This is the coolest website ever. What's Ed Cranepool getting? <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't laugh, man. That <laughs> might actually be something. He's Six dollars and fifty nine cents in pacing bucks. <laughs> Little bucks with Mister Red's face on it. I can't believe the Mets are paying Carlos Beltran three point one million dollars. Why is no one talking about that? That's a salary deferral. That's amazing, man. Holy smokes. Is there a website that's just filled with the stuff? Yeah. But that's Monopoly money. That doesn't count. That's true. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) So who else is on that list? Like, in other words, for other – is it for other teams or just the Mets? Like, is there the Phillies still playing Mike Schmidt? All right. I'm (laughs) going to pimp pimp this website. It's uh, www.spotrac.com. S-P-O-T-R-A-C. S-P-O-T-R-A-C. It is. The coolest okay, thing yeah. I've ever seen. I am on it right now. This is—is um, is there a link once you get here? I just see. Um, we just click on click yeah. on MLB, or there's a specific yep, link for additional yep, yep. payrolls, yep. uh, trackers and tools. Is there something that just? Oh, I, what is it? Just on teams, teams. and you sort of <sighs> team payrolls. All right. I want to see if the Phillies the Phillies are are still paying Mike Schmidt. That's that's what I want to. <laughs> that's what I want to know here. Let's see who who's on. Who is on the Philadelphia Phillies payroll? Let's see here. Um, Ryan Howard, $25 million. Wow. Um, is there a separate list um, for players that are not um, – that are on different teams here? Am I uh, missing yeah, something, or are they just like all jumbled in? Well, no, I know, but when you saw, um, when you saw um, Beltran, is he on the Mets roster on the salary, 
or is there like a separate list with, uh, with no, these guys? No, if you guys? go down, it says, 2000, it says 2016 uh, deferred salaries or leftover salary, retained salaries. So, like, the Braves, for example, are paying Nick Swisher $7.5 million, even though they're thinking to release Oh, my Lord. All right, well, let's, let, me, let me see. Let's see what we got here. Then um, that's Oh, this is the greatest spending. website I've ever seen. Salaries by year. Um, I, I just want to give our, our faithful listeners the correct um So is this on, yeah, where this. is this on the, because um, I'm only getting the current players. Go down, yeah, I, yeah down, exactly. Where I, it says retained salaries, retained salaries. But wait, which page are you on? Because there's a lot of pages that kind of, uh, re, that, uh, that apply to so the I'm on the bottom. So where, I'm where, on, just go to, just, hold on, listen, listen. Sure, so go to the, whatever team you're on, Boston Red Sox okay. 2016 payroll. And then it'll say active players, and when you scroll down, it'll say disabled list, and then retained players. The retained players are or deferred salaries. So the Red Sox are paying Manny Ramirez one point nine nine three million. <laughs> oh my god! Not every uh, team has deferred god. salaries, so you just got to scroll down to the bottom. I can't yeah. find that. I, I, yeah, neither can I. That, see, I'm I'm desperate yeah, to, but like, I'm on the Mets page. Yeah, I have the Mets page, and then next to the right. Mets, it has a bunch of current contracts, transactions, mm-hmm. free agents, payroll. All right, I'll give it to you right now. Ready? So you're on the Mets page. Yeah, right. it says New York Mets 2016 payroll, right? Salary okay, table. Where's that? Okay, wait. Oh, where salary is that table. Go to the table at the top. Yes. Salary payroll. Salary uh, table. Now scroll see, down. Well, oh, hold on, hold on. Yes. So I don't see. Oh, oh wait, I salary got, table. Yeah. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. Deferred salaries okay, go see. down. Beltran, Bonilla. <laughs> Bonilla. Oh, my. No. See, oh, here's, I love this. Bonilla has two two salaries. Are they from the di- two different uh, different stops here? I think he had, he was with the Mets twice, right? So Yeah, stops. so this is for both. He, they did it twice with him? I so guess. they got him back. They're just like, you know what we did last time? <laughs> Let's do that even worse. Guy oh is a God. genius. I love it. Oof. Is Brett Sabregan making more money off the Mets this year than I'm making in so, life? That's so, that's so, so if you, sad. <laughs> listen to this. If you click on Benia's <laughs> name, if you click on his name, the Mets uh-huh. are on the hook for this one point two million until twenty thirty five, when he's going to be age seventy two. Oh my lord! Wow! Oh my! Wow! Wow! This this is this is fascinating here. Okay, so it's the so we're looking at the two thousand sixteen salary tables, and that's how you actually find find this stuff that is um that, you know what th- this is going to occupy me for way more time than it really should I know. this is wonderful Dude, uh, i right, will so never you know leave this website oh my god all right, all right you want guys to talk we about harvey i want to hear your theory yeah cause I, yeah because I, I do want to talk about harvey before we split here because i know that it's uh getting late but i i do have the website up, so if, if if either if any of us find anything fun we'll we'll mention it as we're going um but uh, okay, so so I'd like to know your theories on what's going on with Harvey. Uh, I'd like before I'm going to say what I what I have to say. I want to hear what what both of you guys think. What what's going on with him? All right. Here, here's my theory. Here's my mm-hmm. theory. Shoot. The guy's a head case. He's got a little bit of a head case thing going, mm-hmm. and then I think they're overworking him, and he's just thinking mm-hmm. too much. I think that. Uh, he lost a, just a speck of control because mm-hmm. of the arm surgery. You know, his mm-hmm. he was doing different things with his body, and that caused, you know, 
Okay. The arm angle to change or whatever. And now mm-hmm. he's just in his head. So I don't think there's really anything wrong with him. I just, you know, I think it's in his head. What do you think, Gene? Do you know? I think it's like when you work out and two days later it hurts you, and you're saying, uh-huh. "Why didn't it hurt yesterday?" I think yeah. it's a deferred, you know, a delayed um, response, and he doesn't know what to do about it, and he's freaking out. Um, okay. The Reds are paying Ken Griffey Jr. three point <laughs> five million dollars. So just in case you guys are concerned, so it's it's closer to three point six million dollars, but there's three point uh-huh. six million on Ken Griffey Jr. who's in the Hall of Fame. So you know. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's a typical, we, we knew this was going to happen at some point where mm-hmm. he was going to melt down a big baby. Um, I love the guy, but he doesn't uh-huh. know how to deal with adversity. And this is the issue. Um, he, you know, he's got a little blip in the radar and he doesn't know what to do. You guys remember my theory, right? My theory on the rich kids that play baseball mm-hmm. at the major league level, yep. how, how they're kind of whiny little bitches sometimes. He's a rich kid. Okay. He, he's yep. from Connecticut. He's from a very wealthy family. Yeah, he's a rich kid. So Piazza was the exception. He was the only rich kid that was a hard worker, but he may have had some help. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think a lot of MLB players come from some money. Um, obviously not the ones that come – from all the way down south, but um, you know, in this any players that are born in this country, you really have to play on travel teams. Uh, you know, it's almost like a, you know, it's it's not exactly like you can just play pickup uh, basketball. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, David Wright. Right. You know, like they're, I mean, they they come from maybe middle class, but I mean, it's not exactly like these are street tough, <laughs> street tough guys. You know, um, but you, I mean, what do you think, uh, Dave? Do you, do you see what Gene sees as far as just it's a lack of toughness i guess or dealing with adversity yeah i really do i you know i, I just want to go up to Matt Harvey and be like dude stop talking about it stop crying mm-hmm. about it just, just you know he just keeps saying oh i'm gonna work i'm gonna work just let mm-hmm. it go just pitch i don't care if you throw the first 10 pitches as hard as you can down the middle of the plate just get out there and just ball well yeah uh, your theory. so, so <laughs> he's fat that's my no. theory. Uh, I he, think. He well, looks, no, he looks, I'm, no, he looks junky to me. He looks junky. Well, yeah, this is this is this is where I'm going with it. And obviously, I, I said that for dramatic effect. But but hear me out. I mean, so um, obviously, we've seen from Big Sexy, you can be heavy and be somewhat successful. Um, but I mean, Harvey's never been a specimen. You know, this is not uh, this is not an Adonis right here. And this is somebody that's always been heavier than he should be at his age being a professional athlete and just not fat, but he's chunky and he's, and he's out of shape clearly, you know, he's so, you know, I think that the, if you're in so, so shape and you're getting a little older, I mean, we all remember what it was like as we went through our twenties and early thirties. So he's, I guess, what is he? 24, or 25 now or something like that. So, um, his body's changing, and, he, and, you rec- and what happens to you is you recover less quickly. So he pitched deep into November, you know, along the lines of what you guys were talking about. But I think if he was in better physical condition, so you talk about like uh, Kershaw, somebody like that, where like Jake Arrieta, Arrieta, and you talk with yeah. people rebound, yeah, rebounding after the postseason. But these are people that are workout freaks that are really in great shape. So Harvey, I mean, look at him. I mean, he's he's you know, he's he's a chunky dude, and and I just think that he because 
and not, I'm not saying he's lazy. That wasn't not where I'm going with this, but rather they didn't have him pitching a lot in the offseason. They didn't have him working out a lot. Obviously, he's a guy that's based off of emotion. He likes to have a good time, so he probably partied a little bit for a month or so after the season was done. And so he just has that mentality that a lot of guys do, I think, in their mid-20s where you kind of don't realize that your body's changing. So you kind of, you know, you wake up the next morning, you expect the hangover to be gone, and all of a sudden it's not. <laughs> all of a sudden it takes you a day to recover, and, and you start changing your ways. So I, I, I think that's, ex- that's what's going on with him. He's just out of shape. And so that's why I'm, no, I'm less worried about him. I, but I think that it's, if this was a perfect world, he would be the, he'd go on the DL for three weeks, go to Florida and go, go running a little bit and just get – get your sea legs back under you. But I just, obviously you can't quite do that. But so I'm just, I think he's just going to get better as long as he doesn't start falling into bad habits and hurt himself based off of trying to push his body harder than it can go. So, I mean, what, what, what do you guys think? I mean, do you feel like there's a, any validity to any of that? I think he's, he looks a little deli to me. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. You know, when I remember when he was back on ESPN, the body issue, I actually thought mm-hmm. he looked really good, really strong and, and bullish. He does look a little softer to me now. I do think, mm-hmm. you know, he's tipping it back at night and then going out with his buddies and still doing that. And, yeah, I do wish he was in better shape. Um, so that could be part of it. I don't, I don't think that there's anything wrong with thinking that because uh, he doesn't look mm-hmm. great to be physically. Yeah, I mean, it's again, it's, I'm not saying he's pitching bad because he's chunky, but rather he can't recover as well. And he's not recovering right, right. as he expected to. Because, I mean, obviously athletes have performed for so long in their lives, they sort of expect a certain type of recovery. And I think that's, yeah. that's sort of where I'm going with it, that he, he knows his body really well and his body's not, not responding because he's in that shape. I mean, Gene, right. do you think uh, that's, that's a fair thought? Yeah. No, I mean, but he, he has to stay out of his own head. That's that's a huge well, I mean, part of it. I mean, but if he can't you know, do it, I mean, like in other words, if his body's not recovering, then what does it even matter? Because, I mean, when he was throwing ninety six, ninety seven, a couple of games ago, when he had it back for a week, because I guess maybe he had extra rest or whatever it might be. I mean, all of a sudden the psychology went away. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's throwing ninety two. I mean, yeah, wouldn't that? No matter what, you know, I don't think there's a psychiatrist on earth that can fix that. Yeah, but his, you know, his his control and his is, you know, that's the part that he, his, you know, his, his speed can be down a little bit, but his control is just off, and that's yep. the, that's the part that is is more in your head. You know, he can't can't get on top of the ball. You know, Degrom's control is down, and he's still managing the pitch. So, but isn't Degrom a better pitcher? When it comes down to yeah. it, I mean, I know that the Harvey's sure. stuff was amazing, but yeah, I mean, Degrom is the only guy that's that's proven to be able to do what Big Sexy does. Yeah, I like I like the motion on Degrom's pitches a lot more than Harvey's. I, I think that Harvey, um, I don't know, there's something about his delivery that I love that I think he hides mm-hmm. the ball well and it comes on you quick because you know he's just you know a bold kind of pitcher. But I like Degrom's mm-hmm. motion on his pitches a lot more. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, so what do you? I mean, from your own experiences, I mean, as far as recovery, do you 
if it is what we were just discussing, and it's a matter of just he's not in not in shape, and so now now he's got to pitch every five days anyway, and obviously they're going to protect him a bit. Um, do you feel, you know, from your memories back from when you're in your mid twenties, trying to adjust to what your body's sort of doing, do you feel like he can adjust to this mid season, or that it'll naturally sort of start to wind into shape, or do you think it would be an issue? Yeah, it's, it's tough to say. You know, I I don't know because I saw Harvey be very strong for an entire season twice, right? Mm-hmm. And now I just see him not being strong at the beginning of the season, which leads me to believe, not that I'm saying your theory is wrong, I just think that, mm-hmm. that because of the surgery and the rehab and everything else, I think he slightly adjusted something in his delivery, and I can't exactly see where it is, some slight wobble, some slight difference. It's just changed the location of his pitches just that much because his velocity is fine, but it's just his, his, his location is not great. Well, have he dropped that like four miles an hour, though? I mean, he's dropped significantly, hasn't he? Because he, when he was throwing 96 a couple last start, yeah. No, that wasn't his last start. That was two starts ago, and then he pitched pretty well that start. He blew up in the middle innings. Um but, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, he I'm not exactly sort of reverted, sure right? I'm sorry? Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what the cause is, you know, between location, you know, speed, whatever. I don't I, – I, to me, I just think something changed in his body. He could be afraid to throw down the middle, honestly. I mean, he could be – he could just not want to hit <laughs> hit the strike zone because he's he doesn't yeah. have any life on the, the pitches. He doesn't believe in it. Yeah. Um uh, if you want if you guys want to feel better uh, before we split here, I, I did find some fun salaries. So, uh, <laughs> would, you like, would you guys like to end the show on on, uh, on seeing what's worse than paying Brett Saberhagen a salary this year? Yeah. Well, before yeah. We, we, before we do, uh-huh. I mean, I think sure. that if I was Matt Harvey, the, mm-hmm. I would reach out to Smoltz because Smoltz very much reminds me of him. He has he had really? great stuff, but from time to time. He would veer off path, and Maddox and Glavin never really veered off path until the very end when they lost their stuff. Smoltz had great stuff, and he could never like, he could never channel it into the no hitter perfect game stuff that he really had, like Schilling and, and Rennie Johnson. So that's kind of how I see Harvey is that he fights himself. Like he's he's got the stuff. He's just all over the place right now. You know who I would have him talk to? Um... David Cohn. Peterson? Oh, Cohn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, Kuzman can take him out back and hit him with a stick for a while. So, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm thinking Cohn because Cohn was, uh, Cone was in the Don- wasn't yeah. an Adonis either. You know, he was sort of a guy that, that was struggling, like, physically. Now, he's not as big as Harvey, so his body couldn't really withstand it. But he was somebody that you could – if he kept himself in better condition, probably would have had a way better career too. I mean, that's yep. kind of what we're talking about here, right? So a pitcher, because Smoltz was always a physical, you know, he was physically fit. He just, there was something yeah. missing in his game, you know. No, um, DeGrom is more like Cone, because he has a massive movement mm-hmm. on his pitches, where mm-hmm. Harvey is more like Smoltz, where he's just a physical <laughs> specimen, where on paper he mm-hmm. should be, you know, where he was. And remember, I mean, Harvey's the rare case that he was the most dominant in mm-hmm. his whole career at the major league level. Mm-hmm. In college, yeah. in the minor leagues, he was good, mm-hmm. but he wasn't 
dominant. He wasn't knocking people's – when he got to the major leagues is when it happened. And, and so it might be in the back of his mind. He knows he's never been the super stud except at the major league level, which is a very different case than being, you know, the coach's son at shortstop and pitching every day. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I do agree with you as far as the, the uh, comparison between Conan and DeGrom. I, I see that. I, I see a lot of similarities there. Um, I was just talking more from a physical body standpoint in the respect that Cone, I mean, I think Cone was also a partier. And basically as he, he was going through his 20s, he just deteriorated as far as his ability to ha- retain his skill sets. Um, you know, and he might have lasted a lot longer had he not done that. I mean, there's a few uh, – Griffey Jr., from a hitting standpoint, was like that. And Griffey, Griffey got fat, you know what I mean? Also, yeah. He couldn't be Ken Griffey anymore. So that sort of a thing. You know, ability-wise, I mean, who are you going to talk to, Seaver? I mean, Harvey is magnificent when he can throw hard. It's just – I just – man, I think from a fitness standpoint – you know, he needs maybe to to see it, see a guy that really didn't reach his numbers because because he was just giving into temptation too often. I don't know. Well, That's an interesting you know, thought. I don't know if the Mets maybe told both Degrom and Harvey and Syndergaard, but he's much younger, that after mm-hmm. the World Series to rest over the off season because yeah, maybe. you know you have two two major studs coming back that aren't as dominant as they were, and maybe the rest wasn't good. I mean, maybe their overprotectiveness really didn't do them, you know, do them well. Because you know, I'm more concerned about Degrom than I am Harvey, because his 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 velocity is down. But, well, it was up a little bit last start. Like it seems to be ticking up slightly every yeah. start. You know, I mean, if if Degrom Which is continues an indication like this, that he wasn't doing much over the off season. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not blaming Harvey, by the way. It's, I, the idea, I mean, I know, I absolutely know how it's coming off, that it's me calling him lazy, but I'm, I really don't necessarily mean that. I think you're actually right. I think that's exactly what I'm talking about, where they might, they might have given them instructions to pull back. But, you know, for some guys like him, you know, <laughs> you can't, you really can't, because he was barely, barely able to hold himself together to begin with, you know. Where if, with DeGrom, it's almost working. Because if he can get himself back up to 97, 98, soon, you know, after a few more starts then and then be strong the rest of the year, I think it was probably fine. It's just Harvey is a train wreck when he's not doing well. He can't, you know, he can't, he can't deal with life or anything else, it seems. True. Yeah. So um, the Phillies are paying Cliff Lee $12,500 <laughs> this year. <laughs> and, he, and, 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 I'm sorry. Isn't he four and one? <laughs> Oh, and wait, and but just to make matters even more funny, they're also paying Chase Utley two million bucks. On top of that, yeah, they have fourteen five wrapped up in these two. Okay, so now the the Atlanta Braves, the upstart Braves, uh, Biff Pokerova, Biff Pokerova, aren't they? Okay, now you like this one. All right, so 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 Nick Swisher is one lucky dude, right? So so um, Dave, how much was it? the Yankees are paying Swisher? How much you said? Oh, it's like three million bucks. <laughs> three million. No, no, now, the Yankees Swisher, aren't paying Swisher. No, the Braves. I thought you said are, Swi- oh, the Braves are. Oh, Braves. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, no. All right, so the Braves. All right, so that's actually where I am right now. So so, but you got the amount wrong. They're paying Swisher seven million five hundred. <laughs> oh my. Now it's okay though. He's not alone because they're paying Michael Bourne six mil- actually uh, six million five hundred. 
Yeah, that's the funniest thing. John Scherholz gets slated regularly on every MLB talk show and talking about GMs. And mm-hmm. Isn't he still the GM down there, or is, is someone else doing that now? He might be president. I don't know if he's the actual GM. but he's, yeah, he's Those are disastrous um, contracts. Oh, wait, it gets worse. Uh, not worse, but it, it's, it's deeper, though. Cameron Maven, 2500 Emilio oh Bonifacio, one million two hundred and fifty, <laughs> and then there's a couple more for just a kind of you know a couple hundred thousand. That is that is just awful. Off the Dodgers didn't got didn't the Mets well. get roasted for not picking up Bourne? Yes, they did. Yeah, there's always some guy you know. We talk about this every off season. There's always some guy the media is in love with that they that that in general like gets the fan base riled up where. It just doesn't make sense, and it's kind of like you feel like the entire world has gone nuts. Bourne was one of these guys. Bourne, there was another guy. Um, who was the guy? I forgot. Is an Asian guy that just um, that was a outfielder that had a good half season or something, and wanted a oh, eighty million uh, contract. Yeah, one hung low. It's something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Some young guy. Uh, Did he not get him? Oh, or another guy? Sinjo. <laughs> oh, oh no, it uh, was. Uh, it was the yeah. It was the um, around the same time as Born. Yeah, exactly. The lefty, yeah. Yeah, which I mean, it's I don't know what <laughs> what everybody else was seeing where that was a good move, but um, but yeah, I mean, there's always something like that. We um, oh god, there was another. I hadn't. I had one in my head that was um, interesting. Um, it'll it'll come back or it won't. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I I don't get those sorts of things. It's just kind of there's, there's always some some overrated. Actually, yeah, that's right. And um, what's his face that went to uh, Chicago this year? Um, the the backup infielder that Zobrist. I mean, am I wrong or is that sort of nuts as well? I mean, he's a good player, but I mean, really, <laughs> that was there was they were fighting over Ben Zobrist. It doesn't. Uh, you know, am I wrong, or is that another guy that's sort of like this, which you know he he'll be on somebody's bench within a, a year or two? I like Zobrist. I think he's he's, he's a good player for a couple of years. He's was, he's right. Was he he's worth fine. the fuss though? Yeah. Was he worth I the fuss though? I mean, they were treating him like like you know some sort of Hall of Famer was available. Yeah, I like him. The Dodgers are paying <laughs> Hector Oliveira four million six hundred sixty-six thousand dollars and. Uh, I'm sorry, $4,666,666. <laughs> exactly. They're paying Bronson Arroyo. Oh, check, no, check this out. You'll love this one. Bronson Arroyo is getting paid by the Dodgers $4,500,000 this year. Mm. Matt Kemp is making 30. Oh, my God, 35 for Matt Kemp. Mike Morose is making $3 million. Jose Peralta is making two million five from them. Matt Kemp's making thirty-five million. Matt Kemp's making thirty-five million. No, no, three three point five million. Oh God! <laughs> no, okay, he said thirty-five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I meant three point five. Uh, so I mean, it's just I mean, Washington's got a bunch. Drew Storen, is, they're, they're still they're actually paying Drew Storen uh, two million one twenty-five to not pitch for them. Jeez. Hmm. You know, um, it's Mets Vlog uh, is paying me six dollars a year. Um, <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> uh, and they're like, "Hey, where do we make the checkout to?" I'm like, "Oh, just send me cash. It's okay." 
Uh, uh, Frosted Flakes is paying me to dip my fingers in all their boxes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Anything else you guys have in your mind before we uh, we wrap up shop here? Ready for some sleep. Let's go, Matt. Hey. <laughs> Let's go, Matt. All right, gentlemen. All right, gentlemen. Um, I guess until uh, until next week, um, that's going to wrap up this week. So it's uh, for for Dave Singer, Gene Anthony, and uh, and all our fine feathered friends. We uh, are the cult of best personalities. Tune in next week and check us out at some point on kinderscorner.com. Good night, guys. Yeah, baby. Good night, guys. Good night.